Yo, I am your host, Jay Ayers. Welcome to the Family Values Podcast. Today, I have the definite pleasure of featuring two of my favorite artists, two really good friends. I think so, anyways. They might not think the same about me. I'm not sure yet. Still kind of questionable. I don't like this guy. (laughs) My homie Will, Ill Will, AKA. Illy. Okay. That's what he's being called today. <laughs> Illy. Yeah, I-L-L-Y. Hey, he is one of the dopest artists I know on the drums. He can play them keys. He make them beats. Whatever. And he can sing. Whatever you need. He can spit a hot 16, too. I don't do that that much, but whatever else you need. <laughs> <laughs> and we got DJ Kells in the building. She is hot live. And in living color on the ones and twos. She real dope on the ones and twos. Picky, picky, one, two. Yeah. Next time you got any type of party going on, any type of dope, anything, that's who you need to see. We networking yep. already. I'm going to get her to do something for me. <laughs> we booked and busy over here. Yeah. All right. So, as we normally start off, we gonna get in with these. Uh, we gonna get in with these hot takes first. We doing the hot takes first? Yeah. We gonna jump right into it. Yeah, we are gonna jump right into we these hot tell takes. Tell what the topic is first. Or not? Nah, man. We gonna hit these hot takes first. All right. All right. <laughs> Goodness. All right. All right. All right. So my first hot take. I know y'all kind of keep up with you know current events and stuff like that. What's going on in the media and the news? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Popular things in the news. Mm-hmm. So, is it Jordan Woods' fault? Or is Tristan Thompson just some trash? What do we got? Wow. <laughs> I did not know this was going to DJ Kales, do you want to go first? Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. It's an old adage for females how you get a man is how you lose a man. You took a man from somebody, so somebody going to take him from you. It's simple. Trisha Thompson is trash. <laughs> Strike one. Go. Uh, well, you know, normally, <laughs> me, I'm all about sticking up for the brothers. You know what I'm saying? The king, the black kings out here, I got to have their back. But, like... Jordan Woods don't really owe Chloe no loyalty. Well, some would think she do because she's friends with the other one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as that relationship, she don't owe Chloe nothing. It's on Tristan. And then I don't know all the details. I'm low key mad you got me talking about this <laughs> because I pride myself in staying away from this type of stuff that I deem remedial. So like, oh. I don't even know all the details, but the details I do know, I. I and I only know it because I be on my Did Twitter. Did you just use a $6 word, remedial? Yes, bro. You're going to get a lot of vocabulary <laughs> words in this in this podcast. So if it's any high school students listening, go take these words and study them for your SATs. So <laughs> only because of my Twitter. And I just be on there for jokes and stuff. And then I seen, like, I, I heard, like, he, he didn't, they didn't even do nothing. He just kissed her just in kissed front of some her. friends because he was trying to be broken up with Chloe. Yeah. So I don't really know what's going on with it. I don't really care to know what be going on with them. But it just seems like Tristan's at fault. Like, 
I don't know how you can. Then they talking about she done came from a pristine family when she went on the red table talk and she like, she's not an airhead like how, you know, they are perceived all the time. Yeah. So like she's a supposedly like a quality woman out here and she didn't see the kids coming and all that. So I'm just like, bruh. Why am I talking about this right now? <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be plugging my music. Hey, yo, I got an album coming out real soon. It's an R&B album. I don't do no rap. I don't do no trap. It's all R&B. It's called Love Sounds. It's coming out real soon. That's all I got to say about that. Yo. Y'all bugging. I love it. Tristan Thompson. I, this nigga I mean, I feel, I feel like, yo. Bro, he not even relevant no more in the league. <laughs> he not, like, his profession, no nobody care about him no bro, more. Bro, that, that relationship. Is he even on the floor? Bro, it literally exists because of LeBron. I, yo. If that, Le, if, if that, she, remember, she was with James Harden before. Yes. She, she was trying to be with some. Tristan was hot at the time So, so this when he is, was in Cleveland. This is my thing, man. Come but, on, bro. Why we, are we talking about this? We, we did a segment with Lonnie, man, and it was called The LeBron Effect. And he was one of the dudes I put on the LeBron effect. Shout out to Lonnie. <laughs> That's my dude. That's my he, guy. He, he got with her because of the LeBron effect. <laughs> Without that, he don't be buzzing he, like nope. that. And they don't mm -hmm. even find a way because. Without LeBron, judging. he ain't got $50 million. <laughs> I mean, I ain't judging or nothing like that. I think they gave more than 50 but I'm not judging or nothing. But it just seems like, I don't know them, the Kardashians, they just try to end up with whoever's kind of hot at the moment. Yeah. And that's where it seemed like that relationship stemmed from. I, it, it feel like But I don't me, know. I don't want to seem like I'm judging or nothing. <laughs> I don't really care, but whatever. It feel like to me, man, they doing some stuff to pump up their show because they getting ready to, you know, go into their season of their show or whatever. It just sounds like to me that that's what it is. But this is the stuff that uh, populates our airwaves. Not mine, because I don't do nothing. <laughs> oh, man, look. I see this stuff, and I just keep scrolling. Yeah. So. I can't believe how much uproar is. Man, why are we talking about Man, let, okay. Hey, why are we even giving this junk energy, bro? I be mad when I be seeing how much energy is getting on social media. Like, who cares, okay. bro? I got, you, I got your next joint. Thank you. So, I need to know if we, the black delegation, can go ahead and trade away Justice Smollett Let's trade for him. two draft picks and a pack of hot Cheetos. That's messed up, yo. Um, we're going to keep the formula going. I'm going to let DJ Kells hit this first. <laughs> yeah, he gone. He gone. We're trading him. I'm going to tell you why, because to – the energy and the thought pattern, all the, like he, he did too much. He was just doing way too much. It was more than just a lie. And then you had the whole black community behind you. you got everybody out here looking foolish, supporting you, man. No, that's that's too much. You gotta go. All right, quick little uh, side note. What can I say on here? Can I curse? Hey, I, I can say like freedom of speech. I can say nigga and all that. Yeah. All right, give it to him. I ain't gonna go crazy and nothing. I just want to check first. Um, this is the first. I'm gonna disagree with DJ Kells on this one. What? I don't even got no real good reasoning behind this shit, for real, for real. I just was scrolling on social media, like I said, and uh, I seen Faison Love comment on it. I don't know if y'all seen that. But he made a valid point. Yeah, the, I don't even know how to say the dude's name, first of all, because I ain't watch Empire. J Jussie? Is it yeah. Jussie? Okay, what kind of... 
name is that. But anyway, <laughs> where he from? Is he like from somewhere else? Just see Smollett? That don't yeah, sound he like from here, man. That don't sound like yeah. one of us. That ain't like no Jefferson I, or I know Johnson. No, it ain't, man. I don't know. I was just asking, no judgment. But um, yeah, he 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 fucked up, right? But like Faison pointed it out, he one of us. So now he's our fuck up. And he was like, Faison went into the detail. I can't, I'm paraphrasing. I can't give you exactly what he said, but he was referring to how with the LGBT, and then he added some extra letters to be funny and exaggerate. The LGBTQK, whatever, how people feel like they're a part of that mm. and they're moving certain ways and they kind of, that's their label, that's their brand. But then when you fuck up, they ready to disown you or whatever. Now you just black. Yeah. Now, you know you get what I'm saying? Like, so paraphrasing, there was more to it than that. It was deeper than that. But that was basically the gist of it. He's our fuck up. So, you know what I'm saying? We can't disown him now. We got to stand by him. They done wrote him off the show or something, didn't they? Like, yeah, they, just, they got rid of shit, him. Wow, they got rid of him. But, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a what future say? It's an evil world we live in. Like, it's just wild out here, man. Man, I think, I don't know, I... I think to bring to use his platform to bring attention to areas such as that he did is that was a good point. But like you can't like you can't lie on it like that. When you have real situations where this is really happening to everyday people and you use your celebrity in a way and then lying and getting crying and stuff on TV, it's like nah man, no, you can't do that. I, I think my main issue with what he did is the fact that he basically went out there and created the weapon that the, the the MAGA people and, and and the haters of us needed was a fake news story about a whole hate crime. I feel that, but <clears throat> and I understand the, that he's he's my thing ours. Is, yeah, but, I, but my thing is like it's 2019. Are, are people still like running around here jumping gay people? Like I didn't I didn't know they were still doing that. I don't know, but they still lynching black folks. Yeah, that's going on. That's true. So I, I mean, the the I wasn't even looking at it from a, a gay perspective. I was looking at it from that was a black dude that supposedly had a noose around his neck um, that got beat up by some dudes in, in a in a maga hat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they pulled Clorox on him. That's but, true. But then later on, when it comes out that he still ate the subway sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> there was mad jokes floating around social media about with the subway sandwich and all that. Yeah, I didn't even know what the joke was because I don't <laughs> like when that jump blew. I'm trying to tell y'all, bro. I be like, my homeboy the other day called me a hermit crab. I be trying to distance myself from yeah. all of this foolishness. When the pages be showing the stories when it drops, I don't even click on them. I don't know the details. I don't know what the subway joke mean. What does that mean? The subway I, sandwich. Apparently. He was supposed to be getting a Subway sandwich and then going home. And they beat him up. After he done picked up the Subway sandwich. But he still ate the Subway sandwich. Yeah, but they supposedly (laughs) poured, like, bleach all over him. So if you got bleach all over you, we know the Subway sandwich had to be bleach all over it. (laughs) So now you eating the bleached up Subway sandwich later on? Man, what are we talking about right now? (laughs) Wait a minute. With the noose around his neck. And beat up. God leave, boy. 2019, boy, I swear. Yo, this this is... ain't no better than the Tristan shit. A noose, bleach, subway. Like, what the fuck? Like, like, like. Yo, 
And then, then in his, 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 his infinite wisdom and his planning, he got two Nigerians to do the beat up part. It was supposed to be two white people to beat you up. How you get two six five dark niggas to beat you up? <laughs> Bro, this ain't even no real story. This sound like a episode of Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> This ain't really going on in 2019. I don't believe it. All right. Think about everything you just said. Bleach, Subway, Nooses, Nigerians, MAGA hat. Like, none of this shit even go together. <laughs> like, it don't even go together, bro. At, at, at no point can you search any of that and any of the other stuff come up. So why are we giving it energy? I feel like this is the type of stuff when them super woke black conspiracy brothers be like, these are distractions to distract you from what, what they really do. Oh, I, I agree. Because these distractions, they're getting worse with the distractions. Because this, this is terrible. And then what's coming right behind it, the Michael Jackson stuff. Like, come on, the distractions is getting worse. The government got to try a little harder. With the distractions, they start to be able to see right through them. They spitting them out. <laughs> they spitting them out, but they not quality. They, they going for quantity right now. Well, Empire yeah. start like, they ain't no distract. Like I ain't thinking about none of that. Yo, <sighs> man. Hopefully you got another one. I'm tired of talking about that. <laughs> that is crazy. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Those are that, that's the two I'm gonna go with today. You gonna stop it too? Yeah, you because kill we got a third one. Nah, nah, we gonna kill him with a third one. Well, I'm about to say the third one, but because we got a good, we got a good topic, man, to call the show, and I really want to get into that right now. All right, that's cool. <clears throat> and um, our topic today is local artists talking about getting support, building your brand, uh, things you can do to help your hustle, outlets people to look for help from, or who to go to to help you. Um, those are all things we're talking about, being that y'all are local artists. Myself, I feel like I'm a local artist. Uh, I know it was tough doing music when I was doing music. It ain't been easy writing books. <laughs> True that. But the hustle is the hustle. True that. And you gotta keep on pushing it. So, I'm going to leave the floor open, and we're going to start here. Um, what are some of the things that y'all see that are in front of you as far as, like, difficulties being a local artist, starting off local, getting your support from your, like, the city of Monroe or wherever you are locally, getting local spins, getting local plays? Getting your homeboy down the street to download your album for free off of that piff. Oh, they're not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't heard every excuse from my nigga. I'm talking about my day one niggas. I'm like, my nigga, my laptop busted right now. You can't, you can't, you can't go get my shit off that piff? Yeah, the, the laptop, yeah, the little, I can't down. I'm like, all right, man, bet. If you're a local artist and you're looking for local support, you already messed up right there. <clears throat> because in being a local artist, I think the biggest the biggest thing you have to do is really just believe in yourself and perfect your craft. And others will take notice along the way. Because if you're starting off trying to build your fan base from the beginning, especially with local people that you... Them is, sometimes those are the biggest haters or they're the biggest ones, you know, trying to run you down. <clears throat> I think you have to really just... You have to have tunnel vision. You know, until your local art, and not even think of yourself as a local artist, just think of yourself as an artist that's climbing the ladder. Because if you focus in around 
what you see around you, then that's where you're going to be, where you see around you. Uh, you have to focus in on the bigger picture. If people come along the way, good. Everybody not meant to go with you, no way. So you have to just kind of build, build your brand, focus on yourself, and keep it moving. Like. I'm with you with the build a brand and focus on yourself, but the funny thing is the flip side of that is you need the local because I remember me and a couple of homies back in the day, we jumped in the car and rode to like the Blake Hotel. Power 98 had a summit and they had like uh, the Dream and maybe not the Dream, was it Sean Garrett, the pen or whatever the dude that right? Yeah. And a bunch of other, um, it, was, it, was, it was some power players in there and they did the summit. And one of their main things was, and an example of that would be the baby right now, is if you run into, well, CIAA was just here. If somebody would have been a power player and they would have rubbed shoulders with you and you told them you this, 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 and that, they're going to say, do your city support you? That's one of the first things they're going to say. How you expect me to invest in you and see you as the future to, where you can reach masses but your own city that know you won't support you? So at the same time, I feel you on that one hand because niggas don't be trying to support local. But at the same time, you need them to. So that's where the conflict is. How do you get that support that you need? My thing is, to me, it goes back down to quality. Um, we in a microwave generation where, like, you know, everything is rapid. But we already know that. The way we consume music is different. Everything is rapid. But it's niggas out here hungry trying to eat. So it's a whole pool of niggas who, I'll use example, I got a young boy, he was the nigga on the basketball court. But for whatever reason, the injury, maybe he didn't hit that last growth spurt, whatever, it didn't translate on the college level. So he's still home. Now what he doing? He working his little job. Now it's like, shit, what am I going to do to make it? Music is in our blood. Every nigga you done went to school with, it's niggas that I know that don't even take music seriously, but they can put bars together and it don't be trash. Yeah. So now that the next immediate step is hooping in work, let me do this music. So now you get a whole pool flooded with niggas that's trying to find their way out, come up, which is cool. I get it. You got to eat, but that's where the quality of it gets lost. Right, I like, agree with you. And I think that that kind of defines the difference between you have people who have a gift or, or who are performers, and then you have artists. Like, to me, it's a total different a different pool because an artist, whether they're getting the money or not, they're trying to display their emotions. They're trying to display uh, whatever it is inside of them through their art form. A hustler going to use whatever it takes to make it. Entertainer. You know, entertainer. Yeah. They're going to do whatever it takes mm. to make that money. But an artist will be dead broke, but as long as their art form is out there and it's getting, it's reaching, even if it's just one person. You know what I'm saying? An artist, to me, it's not even really so much about the money. And you, you can tell the difference, going back to what you were saying about the quality. You can listen to the quality of somebody who studies their craft and has really tried to perfect their craft versus somebody that's just trying to make some money, do a show right quick, do a gig right mm -hmm. quick, get on a flyer right quick, do a song with a feature right quick versus somebody who's put years, effort, energy, studied the craft. You can tell the difference you in the You definitely quality. can tell the difference. And I watch a whole lot of interviews from a lot of artists, and I'll never forget one thing, one of the first interviews I watched, one thing Wale said was, don't nobody know you. Don't nobody know your name. 
you got to give away content for free. And, you know, this was years ago. And then I think about one of the um, bright spots of Monroe, one of our niggas that made it out, um, Supreme, Anthony Supreme. I follow him on Instagram, and he'll do the you know, little Q&A jump. Yeah. And people are always asking him, what I need to do to make it or to get out there. You know, he's like, you know, he always says first, you need to do shoots for free. Nobody knows your name. Right, right. So getting local, now the topic is what? Local artists getting support. So you don't work with me, Jay. I mean, niggas, you know, I, I ain't, I ain't going to say I'm fond of giving away free beats, but, you know, if a nigga, if a nigga you want something for free and I, I see his talent, that's the difference. Yeah. If I see his talent, you know, I'll, you know, I'll rock with him. We can work something out. But it's funny that you got the topic is how do we get local support? You go to other demographics and local has a negative vibe when people use that word yeah. right so now I got, I, yeah. I got some some points here <clears throat> to circle back around to what you were saying about the uh, about the quality y'all talking about quality you're talking about uh, artists <clears throat> focusing on their craft and being happy with being able to reach or get their art out there to where people can can absorb it or get to it okay an example of an artist like that to me is J. Cole because he has said on multiple occasions that he is focused on his his like base uh, base fan base, his regular fan base, and he's not necessarily changing what he does to reach out to other uh, fan bases. Now, at the same time, though, if anybody's been paying attention, he has been on a lot of features this year, and it's artists that do music that he wouldn't normally do so now did he disobey what he said or did he just find a way to encompass all of these other people listen, into his listen, that's listen, what he, he listen, pulled them into him see that's my thing right there pulling them into him is one thing but listen let's not get it twisted J. Cole is conscious J. Cole wants the culture to succeed and prosper and he moved to New York, but let's not forget this is a nigga from the Ville. Oh yeah, he's still a nigga. He can relate to Kodak. Oh he yeah, he can relate to Savage. He can relate to all these niggas. So it's not far fetched to me for him to do songs with them, just because you know, Born Center type projects and all that. Though they're you know, hey, they have a strict type of lane. Uh-huh. But he's still a nigga. Like, he's rapped about all the misogyny that we all grew up in as far as hitting chicks and doing whatever, wanting to sell drugs, wanting to be fresh, wanting to be the hoop. Like, he's us. Mm-hmm. But he's just us that went to school and is educated and sees a bigger picture and don't want to just live and want black people to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, And on that, it's like I think that's what makes J. Cole so relatable is <clears throat> throughout his career, whether it was mixtape J. Cole or current day J. Cole, he's always been true to himself. He's always told us how he grew up, what he's been through. Like, he's been himself. He never really okay. changed up. And so because of that, he makes he, he him himself is relatable to just about everybody. So he can get on a track with just about everybody. And you talk about abandoning the masses. The thing is, his fan base, his core fan base, 
they just like us. They not all righteous all the time. No, they want to hear some 21 Savage and some Kodak, and we want to get ignorant every now and then. So we love the fact that J. Cole can do that, but and then there's he's a time a great, and place for everything. He's a great example of a local artist who blew up because anybody in that Fayetteville area, and then to current day to doing the all-star halftime show, so anybody from North Carolina is gonna be on a J. Cole anything. You consider Cole, him a local artist that blew up? Well, the reason I say that is because like when I was in school in Pembroke, J. Cole came through, did a Jim Jam thing, and when I said niggas from Fayetteville to wherever was flooding the campus, yeah. like he had local support, which helped him when he went to when he went to New York, he still had that. Like you were saying, people gonna ask you, does your does your hometown support you? He can definitely say Fayetteville supports him. Side note, don't say that uh, college no more, because we ain't giving him no free promo. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> anyway, so um, hold up, let me respond to that. Okay. In my opinion, yes, Fayetteville supports him. Yes, that's where he's from. But his opportunities, and he got his chops, like, that's when he got it from He may have developed his style down here. Because, you know, high school, whatever, he developed his style, listening to who he listened to, whatever, whatever, making his own beats. But the opportunities he got, you learn a lot in them college years. That that 18 to 25 range. Up there in St. John's. Yeah, so, like, mm -hmm. he's up there, and he's, you know, a little country boy up there. Trying, and he, he blended the styles perfectly, but... I feel like he kind of got a lot from up there. If he goes to school at Fayetteville State, we might not have a J. Cole. We don't. No, we wouldn't have. That, that, so that's, that's why yeah. I don't necessarily always look at him as a local artist. Yeah, he's from here. We claim, of course, he's, he's one of us, but yeah. mm, I don't know. And, and he, I mean, he, he does his thing to represent North Carolina. And oh, yeah. But my, that brought me to another question right here. As a local artist... Do you feel that to be successful, you have to go somewhere else? Do you have to go to a larger city? You, you have to go to a larger market. I think I think that it depends on what your artistry is. It depends on your. It depends on. It just depends on a lot of different factors. But also, I feel like at some point in time, even if you don't move and uproot, you do need to travel and get exposure to mm -hmm. how different styles in different areas you need to go even if it's just to observe to uproot i think a lot of times too you have to get out of the small town mentality of how things are done on a day-to-day -day basis and see that different places move differently there's mm -hmm. a different beat in different places there's a different you know people do things on a different level differently so i think that you need to even if you don't uproot to move for a year or years at a time you do need to get out and travel extensively and when you travel, you need to surround yourself with the type of artist that you want to become um, and make connections in different areas and demographics. I give you the connections in different areas and demographics, but um, I feel like all the travel you need to do is if you got shows in other states. The way technology is now, there's no excuse. You can stay right in your hometown. Um, mm -hmm. It's about your thirst for knowledge, your drive, and your grind social media literally connects you to millions mm -hmm. there's really no excuses for any of the matter of fact i need to i hope my some of my niggas my local niggas i grew up with i hope they hear this shit because there ain't no excuses for none of the niggas mm -hmm. not no more because 
Ryan Leslie gave us the blueprint. I don't know if y'all been keeping up with what he's been doing. It kind of people think he done fell off because he ain't making the beat making videos no more on YouTube. But if you're watching what he's doing as far as marketing, as far as finding a core fan base and investing your time into them, using the internet to reach them, to contact them, you can sustain a nice life catering to them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you could travel, do shows, but they can be a part of that. A, a quick synopsis of what he's been doing is he went to his core fan base to see what they purchasing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, and then he got this um, app or whatever where he give out a phone number and he give out this phone number to all, all of the fans. Mm -hmm. Crazy amount of people. They can hit him up text them and all that. So then if he run into them and they be like, oh, I'm your biggest fan, da 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 he can hit them from that app and be like, oh, you didn't, I dropped some content, da 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 you ain't listen, you didn't buy, you didn't. On the flip side of that, he do mass, like, events, and he'll communicate it to the fans. All right, so I'm thinking about renting out this place in England, and y'all can party with me, and come kick it with me for this weekend. And it'll be this much if you want to do that. Put it out there seeing and see all the different types of fans that wanted that experience. Mm -hmm. They was paying them thousands of dollars. He took the money, rented out the spot in London, England, somewhere, Paris, somewhere, flew all the people out. He got the video of and everything where they just turned up for that weekend, that night, whatever. They got to experience him firsthand the way we sitting here at Dunkin' Donuts. He got to talk to him, mm -hmm. chill with him, kick it with him, drink with him, party with him. Stuff like that, he's giving us the blueprint for. If your grind is good enough, all these boutiques out here, all these, every, you know, people selling everything on Instagram. There's no excuse for a local artist. If your quality is good enough and then you marketing it and your grind is good enough, you can reach people because people love music. That's people true. always want to hear something new, something different. They always searching for a new artist to add to their playlist. There's really no excuse no more. Now, when I was now 10, 15 years ago, it was a little tougher. It's not no more. So, yeah, you could get out there and travel, go do some shows, network with other artists from different areas, like whoever up and coming. Like, that's cool. But you can't just use this, oh, I'm from this little town. Niggas don't want to support. You got to make them support. You're right. You got a good point with that because the artist that I've been working with, all the way Dre, he getting ready to drop his mixtape um, in a few weeks. And some of his biggest fan base is in Florida. He ain't, you know, he's been right here in Monroe, but his biggest fan base is in Florida. And with that being said, YouTube, you know, it's no excuse. There's so many free media outlets that you can get your music out and you can get paid off of if you market it correctly so you're right you don't really have to actually move out of your area but at some point in time you know you got to show your face in florida if that's where your family mm -hmm. you know is starting to create because if you start getting more hits out of florida than you getting out of monroe I'm not saying that you're not getting local support but you know it lets people know too sometimes people in monroe jump on you even more if they know oh dang you a household name somewhere yeah. else too well, <laughs> shoot yeah. you from i grew up with you you know yeah. so it shouldn't be like that there's, but it is like there's that. people bandwagon jump on once they mm. know that you hot mm -hmm. and so like <clears throat> you were saying i mean you got all these different outlets that you can get your music on especially if you're a musical artist you know 
there's so many different outlets that you can get your stuff popping where people can notice you from various areas. So it's no excuse. And the thing is, you gotta hustle. If you believe, if you believe in it, other people, will believe in it. It's so many outlets, but it's like I said, it's so many people flooding it because everybody want to come up. Everybody trying to better themselves. So it's really about what's gonna make you stand out you from the other invest. fifty people. You gotta invest. You gotta invest. Like you can't just look for just the free. You gotta put some money aside and invest. You gotta market it like any other business. Nothing gonna make you stand out like quality. Okay. True. All right, so, go back for quality. So, we got quality, we got marketing, and you touched on something that I was uh, I was going to allude to too, where you were talking about using the internet, and being able to touch everybody or, or, or the people that are your your core, your base. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Now, what I've noticed is. In the sound, in the the age of SoundCloud rappers, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and my prime example for this is uh, a boogie with the hoodie. Mm-hmm. He had the number one album, and it was all off of spins. He may have sold, and I, I if I'm quoting this correctly, eight CDs. I remember that. Yeah, um, I seen that article. He 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 set the record for the lowest amount of units yeah. purchased for a number one album. But that's just the era that we living in now. It was bound to happen. If it didn't happen with him, it was bound to happen eventually. Well, see, that's that's the thing. With that that being said, like, do you think we are moving into a time frame where people will be able to have their own, like, niche of fans? Whereas, okay, you may want to be a superstar, but what if you got 500,000 people that just really rock with you like that. And you can reach them online. You can put your you, you can put your stuff out there. They're going to they gonna dig it. They're going to rock with it. They're going to buy your stuff consistently. Man, fuck being a superstar, nigga. You know what I can do with 500,000 that I know that's going to buy whatever I put out that's going to fuck with my merchandise? Yeah. Man, get out of here, bro. You don't need it. Look well, at Logic. People like, like, like well, I see, that's, you know what I'm saying? They ain't household names that where they selling out. If, like, I don't know when last time Logic came to Charlotte. But the point is, when he did come to Charlotte, it probably sold out. Oh like, yeah, it did. Cause he got he, that's what I'm saying. He got yeah. his market. Like, I think uh, I think that right there is something that we're moving forward to. And, and I think because you can look online and you can find people like on Instagram, uh, uh, artists uh, Snow the Product. I've seen her on a couple TV shows before. Yeah, I heard that name too. But I ain't never really listened to her music like that. Right. Heard on the uh, Brilliant Idiots podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to them. Yeah, Maybe Charlemagne the God. Shoulders with them. <laughs> Charlemagne, my idol, him and yeah. Lil Duval. I, li- I live by their words. So I, I heard on there, and I, you know, I checked their stuff out. She all right. She's straight. But she got her her like niche, and she she does all her own uh, production of her music, all her own merch. And so that's another thing too. People do merch. A big example. Is um, what's her buddy name from uh, Chicago? Um, did the Doritos co- commercial oh, for a halftime? Chance, yeah, Chance. Chance ain't sold a mixtape yet. <laughs> he ain't got no album sales. You know, he give all the way all his stuff away, but he making all his money off his merch right. and touring. I think, um, I think he called some 
Well, I ain't gonna say he caught no small backlash, but I just heard chatter when Coloring Book dropped saying that, yeah, technically he didn't sell it per se, but they said Apple gave him a bag to do that so they could get. Remember, Coloring Book was just on Apple for a minute. I don't know if it's on Spotify now, but they gave him a bag to put his stuff on their, their stuff, and it was free. So it looks like it's free, but if you get in a bag, to do that exclusively, is that is that really free? I don't, I don't know. It was on uh, before it was on Apple though. It was free on that fish. I don't think so. It was available. On I that think fish. I think that was like a week later. I, I remember <laughs> when it dropped on Twitter. The, the the night it dropped on Twitter, because we was dissecting it. Yeah. And. It was like a gospel rap album. That's what I listened to Sunday mornings on the way to church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we was dissecting it. Now, yeah. soon afterwards, it was made available because it was free. But Apple, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm like 95% positive. Apple got it first even, before even if, everybody. Even if that's the case, he still didn't sell anything. But even if even if it's just for a week, if, if I got a product and I say, Walmart, you're going to have this product. Nobody else got it for one week. That's fine. But you got to give me a million dollars right now. That's still selling. If you could do it, you could do it. That's and, that ain't, and that's not selling it. How? I'm selling because it, product. No, no, no. Not, listen to me. Okay. It's, it, you're, not, you're not getting sales. There's a difference if you get getting Walmart sales. Sold. Walmart bought it. Apple bought it. Basically. Yeah, but. They bought the rights to have it but on the did, platform before did they anybody get any, else. Did they get any money off of it? You know how many people was, oh, let me go at least do this free trial of Apple. Okay. <laughs> let, me, let me get your Apple password real quick. But let me just sign up for Apple for, 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 for a month. That's what you think it was. I know. Hey, come on now. We know how niggas move now. Come on now. What's okay. But, okay, anyway, that's that's a side of the point. Continue with your original point. He so, made his money off of merchandise. Yeah, three hats, that, that's he, which I've yet to see anybody with a three hat. Really? I seen a bunch of them. Then again, we are in North Carolina, so I don't know. But that's but I, ain't seen I mean, that's a new there. era hat, though. What that mean? Like you order wherever they sell a new era, you can get go get one. I ain't seen one. I don't think I done seen one in Lids. Y'all done really? been in Lids in Charlotte yeah. and seen a three hat. I have. Yes. I don't be yeah, I don't be shopping like that. Oh, you have? Okay, maybe yeah. it's just me then. My bad. <laughs> it's, it's just me. I had to think about it, but yeah. But uh, not. Nah, well, I mean, merch. Yeah, I got big crit hat on right now from when he came to Charlotte. Merch is, I know merch is real. Yeah. But, yeah. but I take the 500, Lord. Um, but even even on a local level, merch is where it, the people that I've seen locally to be the most successful have merch. When I look at, <clears throat> you know, here in Monroe, I look at NHA, boom, I was seeing their shirts everywhere. Randy's in Kwan with them shirts everywhere. Yeah. All the way, Dre, I seen the little OVO, OVW shirts everywhere. Uh, Curtis and uh, Gabby, they got their little shirt coming out now with like their little logo on it, like that. That gets people's attention because then it's a conversation. Are they a couple? Oh no, I ain't touching that. Oh, I, don't I, know. Know. I, I just wonder. The music good. The music I ain't know. My bad though. <laughs> I ain't trying to stir up nothing. When I sit, like I you know, if it. you see it out, it sparks up a conversation. Then the conversation then goes back to the music. Yeah. So the merch. I mean, because we're in a day and an era now where everything music-wise is digital. So yeah. we ain't paying for music. I hate to we say should it. though. I we do. should. I, I agree. Do. I think we should. But one of the slogans I see now with a lot of people, like if you follow in the Corey Henrys and all of, if you into that world, the Jacob Colliers, they say, "My homeboy dropping a project. Buy it and stream it, or buy it then stream it." Yeah. If we really gonna support, 
I don't got unlimited data, so I still be buying music because I can't be. I mean, I pay my monthly subscription fee, <laughs> so I can I can stream what I want to. See, I don't got unlimited data, so like, yeah. and then I do like, both. Like, if it's a, nah. if it's an artist that I support, I buy it. I and need I it on my phone in case I'm in like Polkton or something yeah. and ain't no connection <laughs> and I want to no listen to my music. Yeah, yeah. I need it on my cellular device, so I'm buying it. I'm supporting. Monroe, if, if you yeah, come out with something dope, I'm going to purchase it. That's what's up. But that's just me. Okay. I, I noticed you, you touched on something that was interesting too when you talked about All The Way Dre. And his uh, biggest fan base being in like Florida, mm-hmm. so that was interesting to me because me, you know, uh, being an author, I mean, I got some support from around here, but by wide and by far, the most of my book sales ain't from around here. Right. So <laughs> I mean, you know, niggas right here is not reading. <laughs> so let's be real. Symbols. You got some symbols or something. Yeah, it's so. For me. But um, I think it's interesting that you have to go somewhere else to get your co audience at times. So, now my thing would be do we feel like being from Monroe at this point in time, do we feel like the Charlotte music scene is hitting enough? For it to be the spot where we go to, and the reason why I say that, because you got you got artists like Elevator J up there, he kind of hitting on something now. We got Luke West up there, signed with Dreamville. You just said the baby, yeah. I know that. You said the baby, he from Charlotte, signed to Interscope. So, um, uh, Nero Ferrar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he, he hitting on a little something, too. What's the other dude that came out with him? De Niro Ferrar, and then there was another one. It was two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I know the dude you're talking about. Yeah, both of them. I can't think of his they name. Like they were like a duo. Just, yeah, yeah. They just did a video. I like, I like De Niro Ferrar. Ain't he the one? He had the book club. Yeah. I like that. When you see niggas that's urban is like advocating for reading. Right. We, need, we need more of that. We need yeah, more we reading. Need more. <laughs> so, I mean, they got, they got, and then obviously, you know, uh, so, I mean, still on that scene, not necessarily hip hop, but you still got uh, um, the Hamiltons. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Vito. What yeah. up, Bo? So, I mean, they are artists galore from up there. So. It sounds like the question you really need to be asking is Is Charlotte ready to try to compete with Raleigh for the music scene in North Carolina? That's interesting, too. Because. I don't know, man. We we Charlotte's starting to you know make steps in the right direction, but yeah. everybody know Raleigh, man. The musicians they all network, they all locked in, they yeah. working together. You know they. I don't know. I just don't know. And then you got Jam Love and Raleigh. I mean, Charlotte could be on its way to come. You know, I think Charlotte's on its way because it gets that <clears throat> even it, it gets that national attention just being. Charlotte, you yeah. know, because it has the sporting teams, it has it has that business scene, and it may everybody has that assumption it's like the baby Atlanta. So, with that being said, I think it's gonna, I think it's making some noise right now while it's hot. Got to keep it, fire, got to keep the fire going, and I think with us being on the outskirts of Charlotte, we get we get a little spillover from that 
because truth be told, if somebody makes it big from here, they're not saying they from Monroe. Uh-uh. When them cameras roll. That's wrong. I am. I can't I, wait, boy. Yo, he stabbed. I got the tattoo. Like, they be like Monroe. Charlemagne well, no, be like, nah, I, that's really Charlotte. Nah, bro, it's not Charlotte. It's Monroe. Well, marketing execs tell you. I'm going to just say a little town. They tell you what to say. You said what? When those, when those execs telling you what to say. Oh, that is true. It depends on what your contract says. That's why I'm staying independent, say. though. I'm, I'm all about this independent wave, for real, for real. Yeah. Which I just, didn't didn't uh, Russell Wilson just buy Sierra her masters so she could start yeah. her own, like, company or something? Yep. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you want like I said earlier, Ryan Leslie done gave us the blueprint of how to reach all of your fans. Why wouldn't you want to have direct sales with them? Why do you want the middleman? If you dope. Now, if you're not dope enough, then, yeah, you might need to regulate. But if you're really dope and you can stand on your talent, real, real going to recognize real. Like, real fans is going to recognize talent and they're going to – what you need them for? I mean, we can name some, some, some popular – um, independent artists. You can you can sign. A, and the thing is, you can be independent. Just sign a distribution deal. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace. But uh, Mac was independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did it on the on the grand scale. Yeah. Yeah. Mac grinded for a minute. Yeah. I mean, he went independent and got a, a MTV uh, show. So, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. yeah Most definitely. Got to be dope, though, man. It all To me, it all come back down to quality, man. Niggas don't be as dope as they think they is. Right. And then you, 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 can, uh, <laughs> you can always be like Crit and get that deal and then be like, you know what? Be I'm fighting to get out of it, right? Yeah. That's crazy, man. And then, uh, yeah, when he got that opportunity and he, he, he canceled Def Jam, I'm, yeah, I'm real big on this owning masters thing, man. I just keep hearing that. I, it ain't nothing I didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. if you, you know, you can find out some of this stuff is, is not no big secret. You know, that was artists have fought for their masters for years. Ray Charles to whoever owning all their masters. Right. That, I think also, too, with that, like, you have to have, if you already know that you're not too knowledgeable on certain so- subjects, your team around you. A lot of people, and I'm not trying to knock nobody. You got people popping up wanting to be managers and agents, this, that, and the third, and you can't read a legal contract. You don't need to go in that field. Because I was managing some people at the time. I also am a political science major, and my concentration was pre-law, so I know how to write and read contracts. You got people that's trying to help you book shows, but y'all didn't read the contract. Now y'all mad because your money not right, but it was in the contract. Mm-hmm. You sign into labels, you sign into people, you're up under people, but you didn't read what you signed to. Or you mm-hmm. thought you read it, but you didn't know what you was doing. Everybody want to be big and on the team when the team winning, but don't nobody want to do the work. <laughs> don't nobody, everybody want a title on the label, but don't, you don't have the credentials. You don't got the credentials <laughs> or the foundation. Yo, that's funny. Side note, I seen this today. Some dude, random dude, won $10,000 because he read the fine print of a contract. The fine print at the bottom of his contract said, if you email whatever this email address is, you can win $10,000. They did that because people never read. You know how even Apple Music, like, do you accept the terms of this? Nobody read it. You just say agree and keep moving. $10,000, bro. Because he read the fine print and sent the email. That's what I'm saying. That's wild. You got to build your team right, like. You gotta build. You gotta make sure, and then you gotta make sure the people that's on your team are really for you and not for self. 
Yeah. Like, are they for the bigger picture, or they just for whatever's hot to make them hot? Drop you like a sack of potatoes and go on to the next one. Okay. So people have to be careful, you know, local artists in general. When you are picking your team around you, be careful. Because everybody ain't there for you. Word of the day is read, <laughs> read. niggas. <laughs> read a book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> read J. Ayer's book. Right. Yeah. Open your yeah, mind. It's, it's Southern it's, Fried, Melanin on Display. It's available on Amazon. Please go pick that up. Oh, yeah. Yes. But yeah, man. I also mean, available on Kindle for you e-readers. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, definitely. And if reading is not your your skill or your forces, chill out. You need to get somebody that can read and interpret for you. Everybody, you know the school system fails on me, y'all. It's okay to admit. Oh, man, we can't be just attacking the fans like that. We, okay. we love y'all. It's okay to just surround yourself with some good readers. We love y'all, man. Thank At least you breaking down good readers for your contracts. Yeah. we love y'all though. We not bashing y'all or nothing. But you know, it's it's the the, the local scene now has its difficulties, but. The thing is, the music industry in itself is not what it used to be. Right. It's why you always hear people when they go on Breakfast Club and doing interviews, they talk about the golden, Charlamagne asking questions about the golden era of rap when they shot the $100,000 videos and all that. Like, it's just not what it used to be. Some of that is with technology. Some of that is with the market being over flooded. And, you know, we entertaining it. So, I mean, it is what it is, man. Like, if you're going to try to do this music thing, you got to be real. Because to be, to be real, to be honest, I hate this shit. But it's just what I've been in love with since I was a kid. It's, it's my passion. But from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. the music business, I hate this shit. I wish I would have been good at, like, um, fucking architects or something where I can go build some buildings. Yeah. You know, you're going to always need more buildings yeah. eventually. But this music shit, like, the, the business is fucked up, bro. But oh, this yeah. is what I love. I love creating music. I love playing instruments. I love live bands. I love that vibe. Mm-hmm. So I'm just fucking stuck. <laughs> it is I what it is. I definitely understand that, man. It, it, it's something to be said for being a creative. And, and to be a creative, you got to go through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That that yes, that that hill is not small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. matter, matter of fact, we could probably call it a mountain. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely not a mole hill. <laughs> so, I would say, uh, if you decide that you want to be an artist, be it music, be it writing, uh, be it graphic. Uh, be it being a, a DJ, whatever you do, you cannot be faint of heart. <laughs> you're going to have to push, and you're going to have to push hard to be successful. I used to see all types of quotes that say, you got to be damn near crazy yeah. to believe that you can make this shit happen. Oh, yeah. Because all logic is going to tell you, nah. Just the sheer numbers of outside looking in, there are 7 billion people on the planet. And you feel that whatever you can do is unique enough that at least a million people like it. And that was if a million people could give you a dollar for it. Because you want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Shit, wow. But then at the same time, we see these rapid people blow up with success and you just be like, man, God dang it, that should be me. Like, what the fuck? Like, wait a minute. No. But, hey, it is, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
my goals changed though. I never was really big on the being, you know, superstardom and all that shit. Mm-hmm. My thing was just putting what I be feeling out there and seeing if people fuck with it or if they feel the same, the vibes or whatever. Yeah. And then now, like I said, I don't reference him like eight million times. He like my godfather. He just don't know it. But Ryan Leslie, like I said, he gave us his blueprint. So now, as I get older, my my goal is just finding my fan base mm-hmm. to where I can provide them something and they can take care of me to where okay. I can continue to provide them for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's really a realistic goal because really, I think I said, what you said, 500,000 pe- uh, fans? You really don't need that many. Like, Ryan Leslie was bro- breaking down the numbers to where if you could do it enough to where you're making 250,000 annually, but you wake up and you your whole job is just to create music, you pretty successful at life. Yeah. Right. Because there's somebody that wants what you provide. Yeah. When you're being true to yourself, there's somebody that wants that. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, you know, they got all these SoundCloud playlists, DJ Kells. If somebody, they going they was gonna pay for your playlist. They want you to just wake up in the morning and chop them ones and twos and pay for a couple of playlists and mixes, or come do a couple shows, travel, and you, two hundred fifty a year. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I think I think for a DJ, what the the, the goal is, what a residence out there in, in, in Vegas. Vegas, yeah. yeah. Vegas, shit. But yeah. the thing is, you have to be unique to yourself. Be yourself. You can't be out here trying to be everybody that's on YouTube. And that goes the same for every artist. Everybody <clears throat> out here trying to duplicate what they see. If you just be true to yourself, the doors are open. Cause somebody's yeah. looking for what you provide, but you got to provide good quality with it. Oh yeah. Hey. I feel that you can't duplicate others, but here's where I want Monroe to do a little bit of duplication. Listen, I be listening to niggas around here, and I grew up around here, and I be trying to fuck with everybody around here. I want everybody to succeed and everybody to eat, but uh, why our sound be sounding so dated? Like our artists, it sounds dated. It's 2019, and niggas be letting me hear stuff, and it sound like it's 2009. Sound like it's 2006. I'm like, yo, are you not hearing this as compared to what's on the radio? It's different if you boom and bap and you conscious and you doing some boom and bap and you got a, some content, some a issue you speaking on, then your, your music can sound retro, but there's still ways you can make that current. But I mean, I'm talking about rap, trap, all it sound like... Lil John and the Eastside Boys. I'm like, yo, wait, what year are we in right now? Not baggy white tees. And that's why I'm like, yo, that's where the quality comes back into it and the investing, investing in a producer to give you some dope beats. Uh-huh. Investing in being around other artists that maybe can help you change up your writing scheme. Right. The, your cadences, the way you're attacking the beats so you're not sounding dated. Mm-hmm. That might be the first step before you try to push a single to the radio. Right. I agree with you. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. That ain't necessarily got nothing to do with the topic, but it really does. Um, local dudes trying to get support. Sounding local is not going to get you support. Right. Well, I think that kind of goes back to you kind of have to kind of, you got to kind of travel around and see and see and hear what's really out there, what the buzz really is. Because if you just stay in your area, you're going to keep hearing the same sound and you're going to fall off of that same sound. You got to get out here and see what's really out, like... The baby broke because he gave us his own sound. 
He don't sound like nobody else. You listen to his records, even his beats, they simple like everybody else's, but his beats got that unique sub bass riff in it right in the middle of his verses while he's rapping. And he ain't really rapping like nobody else. He can really rap. And he giving you, he giving you creative, like he's creative. The Walker, Texas Ranger shit. And in the video where he like, he's giving you creative visuals and he's giving you creative music. He doesn't sound the same. That's why he blew out of Charlotte. You have to have a signature sound. You have to have something that draws people to you so people know, boom, when I hear this, boom. But it still got to be current, too. But when I hear it, I know this is But it's current. It don't sound dated. My biggest beef with him was his his, uh, album cover. He came out there with that, that L.A. hat on. He's face up, he got this 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 Dodgers hat on. I'm like, Oh, because he's from not here. From LA. Oh man, you can't. It's, <laughs> Yo, it's LA, man. I needed to see that. I needed to see the nah, Buzz City on there, man. See that. I needed to see that, man. You know what? It might almost be corny if he did that. Nah, man. Cause he yeah, got he would. got another uh he got another mixtape, the joint to put him on like that. But he if, got you, on the, if, the, if you uh, if you do it too the much, the morning jersey, but man. If you do it too much, then it becomes corny. Cause it's, it's almost like you're relying on that. Oh, he's from North Carolina. Like, he ain't from LA though, man. We ain't saying that. It's just a Dodgers hat. <laughs> it's just a Dodgers hat though. And I don't think nobody think he's from LA. Yeah. He don't sound like no nigga from LA. <laughs> no, he does not. So like, I think it's just it's just a hat. Like everybody get on my my, my big brother LeBron because he won Ohio State, but he a Cowboys fan, but he a Dodger. Man, he, you know he you know put him Brian. He can do what he want. He I don't care do about he that. He can do what he wants. I don't care about that. Don't, yeah. don't, we're not going to take this to sports. I don't like I don't, I don't, I don't, care about I don't like your tone right I, now. I'm just talking about my big brother LeBron. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Don't get me in here frying LeBron. Go ahead. We're not, right, we not going to fry LeBron. I'm going to let it go. Bro. Chill out, man. <laughs> Chill out, man. I'm going to let it go. I'm done. We're back to the music. Ryan Leslie and Charlemagne. <laughs> Lil Duval yeah. got all he hit. Lil Duval, bro. When he could have signed me. Shit. Yo. So, man, we're going to wrap this thing up. Any, uh,. Any additional points? Yeah, I got a very important point. Look, man, y'all, we got to do better, black people. Y'all got to hear me when I say this. I got an album coming out later this year. Be looking for it. It's called Love Sounds. All right, Love Sounds? Yeah, just just Love Sounds. Yeah, I go by the name of Illy, I-L-L-Y. It's going to be called Love Sounds. It's a lot of original dope music, a lot of live instrumentation. It's going to be some grown man vibes on there, you know what I'm saying? Some two-step vibes on there. You can let your, let your grandmama hear it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Then it's going to have some little current R&B, you know, a little tank up in there. It's going to be real, real dope, man. Be on the lookout for it. It's going to drop this year. I ain't going to tell you when, but just know it's coming. There we go. <laughs> All right. We <laughs> on that note, I'm Jay Ayers. We've been on with Illy. Hey, I might get DJ Kells to uh, <laughs> DJ that album too. D- okay. DJ Kells. We're gonna have a uh, album release party. Yeah. DJ Kells on it. Yeah. All local artists we showing love to. Family yeah. Values is the podcast. You know you can you can get a streaming on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. Definitely check us out. Also on Anchor. Uh, until next time, both teams play hard. God bless and good night. <laughs>